Sorry, is there more? I didn't know it. You you (laughs) look like you were constipated. Dude, did you see what Apple announced this week? Is this genuine excitement? Yes! Oh my God. I think you've never seen me excited. So the first time you do, you're like questioning it. Yeah. Like, is this real? Are you lying? Yeah, whoa. I mean, this is a whole new John Prosser I'm looking last at Last week, last week, we got Final Cut and Logic Pro. Sorry, Final Cut Pro and Logic Pro on yeah. iPad, right? Big announcement. Boom. It's not even WWDC yet. They just drop it randomly on a Tuesday. What happens randomly this Tuesday? Another huge announcement comes to their uh, newsroom. Can we put it on the screen? Can you, pu- oh, can yeah. you show us on the screen? One moment while your call is being transferred. Jamie, pull that up. There we go. Okay. Apple introduces features for cognitive accessibility along with live speech, personal voice, and point and speak and magnifier. Okay. Now, I don't want to talk about this because they need to watch my video called iOS 17 First Look. So make sure you stay tuned for that coming out uh, probably the same day this comes out, actually. So never mind. We can talk about it. <laughs> I was going to say, what the hell? You're going to not <laughs> so, talk about wait, it on actually, your podcast? Look, it's, it's in the background. Look, that's me oh, editing look at the that. video. How many times do we talk about, like, there's so many times on uh, Front Page Tech where I'll talk about it because, you know, I will record three weeks ago and put it out like it's news. <laughs> and people yeah. go, wow, I, I listen to Genius Bar and they talked about it this weeks ago. Like, that always happens. <laughs> and they still watch. So Aww. who cares? Okay, so the Yay. biggest the biggest thing for me, uh, yes, accessibility features are great and and whatnot, but they went above and beyond in one area, and I believe that is personal voice. Yeah, I guess let's start there because I know that's what you're most excited about. This is pretty nuts. It's I don't think people realize how nuts it is. Like this, it's driving me crazy how much people are not talking about this. Like, where's your video, well, t- Sam? Tell them. It's it's coming out where I do talk about this and highlight the the, the craziness. This also I kind of glossed over. But here, tell them what it is. Tell them what okay, it is. Okay, let bro. me read it exactly from Apple first. So we'll do it in Apple speak. For users at risk with losing their ability to speak, such as those with a recent diagnosis of ALS or other conditions that could progressively impact speaking ability, personal voice is a simple and secure way to create a voice that sounds like them. Chills, bro. Chills. Like, okay. What what does this mean? We're on TikTok all the time. I'm on TikTok, and I always fall for the AI voices. I always fall for the Joe Biden and Donald Trump playing Call of Duty clips. Always, dude. It sounds like them. AI is too real, and it's going to consume and kill us all. I am terrified of AI. I think that's my number one fear in life, and and I'm not exaggerating. Okay, fair. And this is a point where... It gives me chills. It gives me the goosebumps because this shows Apple's care and dedication to the human species because, okay, they are implementing AI here to do this. Obviously, I feel like you know that they have to use AI in some form. Mm-hmm. But this is AI with bumper with like bumpers on it. Like, you know those like bumper lanes when you're at the bowling alley yeah. so you can't throw it yeah. in the gutter? This is so the ball doesn't go in the gutter. There's This is controlled and it's for a purpose and it is for a an incredible purpose that is life-changing. That is nuts, dude, to be able to... Okay, so yes, there's a, there's a couple use cases. There's one, uh, your personal voice for if you are in danger of losing your voice, right? It's like freezing your jizz. You know, you always have the way to make a nice story just the worst. <laughs> Like you, you were like really emotional. You almost got my heart. I didn't I have to say bit. that. Yeah. And but then here you we always, are. you prosser it, bro. It's like, there's, hey. So there's samming it, which is like aggression. And then prosering it is just like, why is it? Why am I uncomfortable? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, hey, man, I know I'm about to lose both my nuts. So what is your thing? You're well, going you're, you're you're to freeze. One. You're. Because USB-C. Remember what you bet? If USB-C comes to the iPhone, you're losing your life. I'm just going to cut that out so no one remembers. Uh, <laughs> so. You freeze your sperm for this okay. purpose. Uh-huh. So freezing your sperm is like, okay, yeah, silly, ha, 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 if you have to think about it, but like it's a very important thing that you're able to do medically. Sure. This is that at a completely different level because like sperm, like how your sperm could be used even after you pass because I've seen that where people pass and then you, you know you were married, your wife is like, I still, I still want babies, so that's what they do. Your family members could have access to your voice this way too, which is 
okay, so you guys know my mom passed away when I was 14. My stepdad committed suicide a year after. Uh, I don't have their voices. Like, I have a couple home movies, maybe. But I for the longest time, and this is horribly depressing, I know. But listen, for the longest time, I had my last two voicemails from my mom saved in my voicemail box. Just so I could, and I'm pretty sure the last message was her yelling at me about like skipping class in school, but like I kept it because that was her voice, you know, like, and so, and that was so comforting at any time I could fucking load that up if I was emotionally ready and listen to her voice. Eventually Mm. Verizon, those fuckwads, they go, ah, it's been long enough and they just wipe it. They just, they just start over. Yeah. So that's been gone for years. And so something like this, obviously, I can't benefit from this now. Maybe I can, maybe we can have Sam's voice. So when he goes, <laughs> so when he says the wrong thing to the wrong person, John, on the street, upload the fucking podcast. <laughs> and they kill him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is just amazing. And if you've experienced this in your life, um, it, I think that's the only way you truly understand. Otherwise you can kind of, you can kind of get it and you can kind of see it. But a lot of people were tweeting me like, this is like, this is so niche. This isn't, this isn't game changing. Like, don't tell me how to feel. Cause I tweeted like, this is the biggest Apple announcement of the year or whatever. And you know, my typical journ self. Uh, but I truly believe this is the biggest announcement of the year. I'm very excited about all Mac stuff. I'm, you know, I'm extremely excited about the AR VR headset. I will love that. I will praise that. I will use it every day. I will talk about it every day. I will annoy you with how much I will talk about it. But deep down, the most life-changing, most life-affecting feature that really shows where Apple's intentions are is in their implementation of AI uh, with personal voice because that that tells me so much about, like, they yeah, they understand and they want to utilize AI technology, but... They want to do it in a meaningful and impactful way. And this is, I I can only hope that they stand on stage and mention this. I know that they released this, you know, early or mentioned this early before Dub Dub. This is such a crazy thing that I think it is a Dub Dub thing. I might be wrong. They, they have a lot of stuff planned, I'm sure. I just hope that they talk about personal voice so you don't have to have me explain to you why it's great. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, I'm. they really impressed me with that. And I'm very, very happy with them. And this is why I love Apple. And I sound like a huge fanboy right now. And that's rare. But this is why I love them. This is why even what? when they fuck up and their software sucks my asshole, I will still go to bat for them because they do this. And it's okay to be a fan, man. I'm a fan, man. People hate on you for being a fan. You know what I say? I say, screw them. You like (laughs) what you like, bro. No, they don't hate on me. They actually hate on you for being a fan, and it makes me self-conscious indirectly. So I just try (laughs) not to be that. Exactly. Um, So that was just the first big part of this. Uh, The second thing, the thing that I think I'm personally most excited for, because it's a DUI-based thing, is uh, this new assistive access mode. Where it completely like dumbs down the operating system to just yeah. be like the essentials. Very and sweet. I don't know, there's something about it that I kind of like. It's like very simple. And like the apps are literally. You sound photo- like a man who's extremely stressed right now, is what that just came off as. Because you're like, I don't know, just something about four buttons just really appeals to me. This would be great. So simple. <laughs> you sound like you're wow. going through some shit, man. Oh, my, all these icons like, on my phone, too much. Make them four and make them big. Yeah, I need TikTok and YouTube. That's the only <laughs> thing. That's the only two apps I need on my phone, bro. But you've got this photos app. It's like photos and a back button. You've got camera, take photo back. You've got calls, just the people you want with this nice little subtle gradient in the background. Yeah. You've got this, the music app with this subtle little gradient. Also, the buttons and everything just seem more expressive. Like, dare I say, we've been waiting on a UI update forever. I was going to say, if this is iOS 17, I'm like cool with it. Dude, look at the buttons are like buttons, bro. They're not flat. They look good and full of life. And I just hope (laughs) Apple- Dude, I do. People are going to laugh at me in my video because I got not emotional, but like excited about it. I don't know. I just really like the way it looks. And I like that Apple's doing this because, yes, this is geared toward people with cognitive disabilities. But like for my grandma, this is quite literally all she needs. She needs yeah. big, giant fucking icons that she can tap on and call us. This makes it she- an entirely separate device. It almost turns it into yes. those, remember those Firefly phones for old people yeah, that was exactly. like like infomercials for where it had physical, just like four giant buttons easy to use. Yeah, but like this is, this is just like prime Apple accessibility that is cool. And yet again, no other company is doing this. Like when is the last time Google 
you know, it, I don't know. I, I feel like I need it again. I'm doing the thing where I'm like defending why I like Apple. If you, if you're not an Apple fan, that's no, on you. Bro. Let's fucking do it. Cause someone said like on my tweet where I was like, personal voice is such a huge feature. Someone said, Oh, Google will just copy it. True. Every company will just copy sure. it, but that doesn't, that doesn't skate around the point that Apple thought to do it. Google didn't think to do it. They thought to copy it because someone else got the idea and they're like, Oh, that's pretty good. The idea and the focus on this project as a separate announcement, a separate newsroom post, they fucking know. And the yeah. it wasn't like, oh, someone did that and they're like, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. Let's implement that. Sure, Google can copy. Samsung can copy. OpenAI, like anybody can copy. That's fine. But yeah. they they cared enough to think of it. And that's the huge selling point for me. Yeah. And also going back to the personal voice thing, there is a, uh, there's another mode where like during a FaceTime call, you can type what you want to say and it will read it in your voice. This gets me so fucking pissed at the same time because for every person that says Apple's too late doing shit, Max Tech posted some goddamn video today being like, why Apple is intentionally late. Yeah, sure. You didn't get 120 hertz four goddamn years ago, but you know what? Look at the shit they do do. Look at where they lead. They're in the forefront of like meaningful. <laughs> what are you laughing about? They're yeah, in, they are I doing agree. meaningful shit, and you're laughing I agree. at me. But for uh, you're, me, you're I'm the just 120 like, hertz. What hold does iPhone guy get? Guy. Here's me. Here's what I'm saying. I already know this. This is my life. This is the culture I live in. So when Apple does something cool, I'm like, that makes sense because I'm so tapped in that I'm like, this is cool. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very, um, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those cool features. The third thing that's also pretty neat about this, uh, this mode's pretty cool. And Apple, they actually uh, give us a video so <laughs> you can hear the uh, quick time. Um, so here, uh, that shows you how with the new magnifier app update, you can point to things with this new point and talk mode uh-huh. and it will, it will basically read it back. So let me, let me play it. Quick time. Pizza. Oh, cool. Power level. Add 30 seconds. But like, there's so, okay, so this is really quick. And I know people are just like, okay, whatever is your point to it. But like, listen to the subtleties, right? So your heart of, uh, heart of vision, you can't see very well. Do you notice that every time it goes to a different button, there's a click? Mm. Pizza. Mm. Power level. Like that lets you know your finger should stop there because you're on something. That's just like, again, I don't know. Apple's very cool. Um, I, I always say this and I, I don't know. I've seen some feedback from accessibility users in the past where, you know, okay. people have been talking about like features and they're like, I don't know. There's been some sentiment that like these, sh- I don't know. I'm just basically trying to describe it. It feels like we're like stepping on their toes with being like all these features are great for everyone uh, rather than like just accessibility users. But I, I do want to highlight that Yes, these are accessibility features built for people with needs, right? At the same time, I think they're infinitely useful to other iPhone users as well. And Mm. like personal voice is something like I want to set up. Like an example that I came up with in my video, right? Is what if you just get laryngitis and lose your voice for a week? Mm -hmm. You could literally have your voice on your phone to say things while your voice is out. Or if you screamed really loud at a concert and you're on a FaceTime call at work, you can like, Tell uh-huh. what you're saying in your voice. Yeah, uh, and I I do so, want to like that. There's a um a podcast service called Descript, I think, if I remember it correctly, mm-hmm. and that's a really yeah, cool service that utilizes AI as well. Where, um, let's say you and I are recording a podcast, we take this episode of Genius Bar, we can we can spit it through Descript. So let's say uh, I misspoke or something. Descript will not only like it saves the recording, but it will also give you a full transcript. And if you misspoke, you can go into the transcript, retype what you meant to say, and the podcast listeners won't be able to tell because it will have cloned your voice to have said the thing correctly. That's That's, insane. So again, Apple's not the first person to do this. They're not the first company to do this. The Descript thing, that's not like a, on a human level, impactful, life-changing thing. It's a really cool thing. Uh, I believe AI is good for that as well. And that's another instance where it's controlled. Uh, But this is like, it's like they took that and were like, okay, but how can it mean something to everybody? Not just podcasters. Like, how how can this mean something on every human emotional level? And I, I can't describe 
how important this this is and how important it would have been for me years ago. Uh, yeah. And I'm just it just thank you, Apple, for for doing something like that and thinking about it. Yeah, very very cool, great announcement. I I don't know. Again, we've uh, we've been talking a little bit. We've been like, man, they're announcing some stuff early. Is this the most Apple Genius Bar ever? Since the second we got in here, we've been going. <laughs> when John Prosser's on the rails, he's not getting <laughs> yeah, off. Blame but me. When John Prosser's off the rails, <laughs> we're not talking about Apple ever on this podcast. Yeah, it's like um and uh good. You know, this this seems like a good time to roll our first ad break. You know, now that we've gotten through this, we can go into the meat of the the podcast. So here's the the first ad. Here's the ad and we'll get to the meat. Okay, here was an example of me needing to get water really fast. I'll be back in 10 seconds. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) Wake up, Sam! It's time for America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Today's sponsor, Factor, is back. Listen, are you too busy to cook this, May? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up, too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just how many minutes, Sam? John, they are ready in just, what, two minutes? Two minutes! All you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. Guys, look, they've got calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. They give you the Protein Plus options with 30 grams of protein or more. That's actually what I need. They've got delicious flavor-packed options from keto to calorie-smart, which we mentioned, vegan plus veggie, Protein Plus, we also aforementioned. There's 34-plus chef-prepared dietitian-approved weekly options, and there's always something you need to try. That's true. They always have a rotating menu, and it's delicious. I love being able to do this. Throw it in the mic. Get going. Throw it in the mic. No one says that. I what? That's exactly what I've. No always one said. says that. Do you want to budget this month by cutting back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Throw it in the mic. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than the restaurant delivery. Again, that's just two minutes. Uh, with Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door. Source 100% renewable electricity from their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood. For their meals, all you have to do is head to factormeals.com slash genius40 and use code genius40 to get 40% off of your first box. That's code genius40 at factormeals.com slash genius40 to get 40% off your first box. That was no good. prep, no mess. Like a royal decree at the end, guys. Thanks to Factor for sponsoring. Thank you, Factor. Also, I feel like we should get paid more for the for the like the royalness at the end. I think so, for sure. Yeah, they'll they'll pay more. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, the show is gonna be a, a proper show now. Okay, you ready? <laughs> you got your you got your wah wah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you see this report about the headset? Which one? The headset that we're talking about at Genius Bar goes dark on June sixth. <laughs> everybody. Yay! Oh man, if the headset doesn't come out, we're gonna be very disappointed. Guys, you know what it is. Geniusbargoesdarks.com. Look at this. Hold on. Look at look at this. Look at this. Genius Bar. We're gonna be We're doing this in person. We're doing this live. We're guys, we're reacting to WWDC less than 24. I I guess um, just over 24 hours after. It's gonna be live in person. You can come see us, hang out. We want to meet you. We've got barely any VIP tickets left, guys. We're almost sold out of those. Those are like the one-on-one. Cool bond talk time yeah. stuff. You we we leave. You leave. Like after the event is over, there's a whole separate place downstairs that's like secret. It's like a bat cave with a stage. Yeah. And we're gonna go down there with just you yeah. guys, the VIPs. We're not even gonna have seats set. You just gonna fucking stand around and do whatever you want. If you wanna talk to me, come talk to me. You wanna point and laugh at me while I stand in a corner by myself, you do that too. That's your ticket, man. I was going to say, I feel like we should talk about this as like our next event meeting, but I feel like we should have like snacks and drinks for people at like the VIP because, you know, they're paying extra. I feel like they deserve, you know, we should try to figure out how to do. I don't want to set that expectation, but we should, you know, try to. Genius chocolate bars. <sighs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're very Did excited. Did you get PTSD? You <laughs> yeah. Geniusmargosdark.com, guys. Tickets. Uh, hey, two weeks, two weeks. It's happening. Can you, does that sound real? Ah, let's move on. You made two that weeks. too we'll real. See you guys there, guys, but for real tickets, get them while they're, get them while they're here. Okay, cool. We, we're so excited to see okay. you. I'll see, I'll see you there. 
uh, and we can we can ignore Sam together. Perfect. That sounds great. All right. <laughs> okay. So you know what? I want to do something that we've never done on the Genius Bar before. Ooh, spicy. I want to go line by line through Mark Gurman, the river creature himself. Ah, fuck. You know what? I think I got to go get water now for like the rest of the day. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. Bloomberg is saying that I haven't subscribed. You're wrong. I I think I have two subscriptions to that place because they can't (laughs) fucking keep shit together. And it doesn't let me click on anything. No, I don't want to claim an offer. I just would like to log into my account, guys. I just want to log in. Where is the button? To, there's your there, account. Are you logged in? This must be the wrong account because there's like seven accounts. We'll we'll be back in a second. Please hold. <laughs> and we're back, guys. Yay, Look at this. we you did see? it. Okay, first of all, Mark Gurman, why did you pick this picture? Thirty-five dollars. This is a later. weird. This is a weird image. It looks like someone took a picture that was good quality and then printed on printed it on a newspaper thirty times and then took a picture of that. Well, it was an artistic decision they made throughout this entire article. Ah, artistic decision. Gotcha. Oh, it's all. <laughs> Wait, they made someone do this illustration. It's like clip art. It's like they just put a filter on it, an Instagram my, filter, and we're like, "Yeah, what my put it on our thirty-five dollar a month website." No, all they just screenshotted <sighs> this. These are not. They just screenshotted Apple stuff. But what, that's a weird photo. Like, that's just a weird photo. Okay, let's dive into this because I think people enjoyed when we did this before. Yes. New article from Mark Gurman, May 18, 2023 at 6 a.m. Sharp, my was sound asleep. Apple's new headset meets reality. The device has strayed from Tim Cook's original vision, but it will still define the field. You ready, Wait, can John? We, can we give them, can we put them in the emotional roller coaster that we were in? Because before this article came out, we actually saw a different tweet with a completely different sentiment from the father of VR. That you came out do that bef- first, okay. Did that okay. come, come out before this article? Uh, let's check. The date on that is... Bah, 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 bah. We've got this on May 14th. So yes, it came out two days, I think, before. So this was like a... This was like a we were really high and then we got fucking thrown to the ground really fast. So yeah, the, the basically the, the OG founder of Oculus VR... Like the dude who made VR mainstream in any sense of the word said, quote, with no context, the Apple headset is so good. So So, you know his ass saw it. Yeah, obviously Sam and I, we fucking message it to each other and we're going, we're losing our goddamn minds about this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I have have some things to say about this Bloomberg article. So, But then this Bloomberg article comes out and your happy feelings turn to not that. Many times throughout its history, Apple is redefining consumer technology by breathing new life into an existing category of gadgetry that is yet to fill its purpose. On June 5th, Apple Chief Executive Officer Tim Cook will take the virtual stage at Apple's Dub Dub to try to do that for mixed reality what the company has previously done with the iPod, the iPhone, the Apple Watch, and AirPods. Despite Apple's track record, an air of doubt surrounds the device, expected to be sold under the reality name. It will run a new XROS operating system and cost around three grand. Billions of dollars of investment into computers you wear in your face from the tech industry's largest companies are well-funded startups. They haven't even produced a breakup product yet. So they're saying, what it, what makes you think Apple can do it? The device that Cook will present, says people familiar with development phrase, the process that has lasted over seven years, has deviated far from its initial vision. Initially imagined as a pair of unobtrusive eyeglasses that could be worn all day, Apple's device has morphed into a headset that resembles a pair of ski goggles and requires a separate battery pack. Okay, we've known that. For a while, that's like nothing right. new. But also, like, I, I, this is a bit misleading when it's like the initial vision was a pair of eyeglasses. Like, I, I'm pretty sure even Apple knew that, like, in 2023, the eyeglasses wouldn't be ready. So and I thought we've always been hearing that they've been like working on them parallel. Like, it's not like they're yeah. ju- it's not like they're just one product. Yeah, they're two separate products. So it goes on. The stakes are high. For Cook, it's the release of a long-awaited product that could be one of his last big swings as Apple CEO and will affect his legacy either by giving him another major achievement or underscoring the narrative that the company's biggest victories were initiated under his predecessor, Apple co-founder Steve Jobs. Ooh. Yikes. Oh, man. That's that's crazy. For Apple, it's the culmination of a multi-billion dollar development process, and some people within the company have described it as the potential foundation of the post-iPhone era. 
For others pursuing mixed reality in the metaverse, Apple's headset could finally prove that the technology can live up to its long-promised, never-quite-realized potential. Now, then there's this paragraph. There's a couple. Okay, anyway, let's just read this. Having an entrant like Apple, who usually doesn't jump into a market until it's ready, feels good. This is the CEO of Magic Leap, an augmented reality company, with a sweeping plan to build a generally used AR headset. They say then they pivoted to a more modest version, focus on enterprise. I don't know. This paragraph is basically to establish that this small startup couldn't do it. So why could Apple do that? But then again, <laughs> Apple has a better track record than us. Like that's what that paragraph is saying. Uh-huh. It says Magic Leap isn't the only mixed reality company. Facebook, this paragraph is also basically the same thing. Facebook did headsets, didn't go great. Microsoft had a, a contract with the U.S. Army. It's run into trouble, not going great. This is kind of interesting well, where the they show us. the issue with those products, I think, is those products have a different responsibility to compromise with consumers where um, I think any company with enough resources and enough vision could do an incredible VR headset. I think Meta could. I think they know how to. I think that their resources are limited because they can't charge the price that they would need to. Like Facebook can't release a $3,000 headset for people to buy. They release a $1,500 one and no one wants that shit. So it's like only Apple has the balls and resources to be able to put everything into this headset and then be like, listen, it's $3,000. That's what you got to pay. And people will fucking do it. Here's the field that they show. They've got the PSVR 2. That's PS5 exclusive. We got the HT Vive Elite. That's $1,100. That's pretty pricey for a headset. It says it can operate it on its own or be connected. You've got Magic Leap 2, MetaQuest Pro. Then you've got the Microsoft HoloLens 2. Uh, and that hasn't been updated in years. Yeah, scroll up real quick. A little bit to the Magic Leap Sorry, one. Sorry, it's jumping. Bloomberg's page. Yeah, so the Magic Leap one was $32.99. That's up there in price. Oh. But it literally says uh, that the initial product failed to catch on with consumers, and this one is the second generation one, and I, I just, I think that's their the bottleneck there. Just people are not going to spend that money with a company called Magic Leap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. That's what... <laughs> It I is. mean, God, the poor CEO. Sorry, Peggy, but like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Magic Leap 2 for 3D for $3,200. That's the thing about all this, right? <laughs> PlayStation. Okay, maybe PlayStation, you could argue. But everybody else here, like Meta, Magic Leap, Microsoft, none of these companies are magical. Like, none of these companies would make me be like, man, maybe something crazy is going to happen if I spend this three grand. Like, maybe this uh-huh. product has some magic in it. None of these products have magic in it. So, But Magic it's like, Leap, okay. it's in the name. It's literally in the name. So you can't say Allegedly. it's not in it. So they've set up, the, you know, German is a great, listen, German's a great journalist. He set up the story here. We basically, quotes, we're struggling with VR and AR. Apple could be the only savior Here's what the market's rejected currently. So what will make Apple different? Let's get into it. The details in the story are drawn from conversations with people involved in the development of Apple's headset who spoke on the condition of anonymity because of the company's prohibitions on discussing unreleased products. They describe how Apple started to project uh, the project. Why does he say that? (laughs) According to someone who wanted to be anonymous, no fucking shit. Like, why not just put... they said this, according to the person who didn't want to be fucking fired today. You, f- why? So after initially setting its sight on a lightwear paid of augmented reality glasses, they drifted towards something more like existing technology. <laughs> okay, now this is funny. The company declined to comment. <laughs> yeah, dude, Apple's going to give Bloomberg the exclusive that we're making a VR headset because... That's what Apple, that, that is funny. Apple declined to comment. Imagine every time I make fun of Mark Grumman, I also put Mark Grumman declined to comment. You should. That would actually be really funny. Um, so here we go. Apple's ambition is that customers will eventually wear the headset continuously all day. Replacing what? daily ta- Yeah. Dude. Replacing daily tasks done on an iPhone or Mac, such as playing games, browsing the web, emailing, doing FaceTime calls, working out, and even meditating. <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to see that to believe it that's their ambition is that customers will eventually wear it all day but that that's I, a I lot also don't though act, i yeah uh, i don't actually think that that's 
I disagree with this part of the article. It says it will feature hand and eye control and run many kinds of apps found on Apple's other devices. Now, the company doesn't see the headset as being immediately transformative as the iPhone, but internal projections give it the potential to be eventually as big as the iPad or the Apple Watch. Those are pretty big products. Like, the Apple Watch is a pretty big product now. Most popular watch in the world. Listen, I love the potential of this technology as much as the next guy, but there is a fundamental difference between something that is like seamlessly integrated into your life and is not intrusive versus something that is literally going to put you somewhere else. Yeah. So I don't know what they are smoking. This could mean the the contribution of more than 25 billion annually to the company's revenue. Apple knows that's going to take time though. Now, here's something we haven't heard before. Apple initially hoped they could sell about 3 million units a year out of the gate, but it parred back those <laughs> estimates to 1 million and then to 900,000 Yeah, units. there's no way. So remember how Guo was saying 500,000? German is still saying that Apple basically believes they can ship twice what Guo has said in the first year. I could, yeah. How, how I much mean, money is that? Let's just say we're Apple. We sell this for $3,000 to 900,000 people. Dude, that's 270. Oh, sorry. I forgot a zero. Nine. Wait. Yes. 900,000. Dude, that's $2 billion. Almost $3 billion if they sell 900,000 of these at three grand. That is. Yeah, but that's like nothing for Apple. And apparently they're going to break even. So this is what it talks about next. The lower initial estimates in part reflect Apple's decision to tell the headset at roughly at cost instead of a loss, something it initially considered. So it sounds like Apple was initially considering a lower price and they would lose money on every sale. Uh, they were going to do the meta strategy but where they sell the Quest for not the money they need to sell it for. So it sounds like they maybe will be making, it sounds like kind of our event where we're, we're basically going to break even or maybe make like $3 on our own yeah. event. Which each, I get, though, Apple, $3 this is hard. That's a lot. Three, that, sorry, $12 total. You're right, yeah. you're right. Okay, the product's design is also a tacit admission that the company, like others that have made mixed reality headsets, hasn't been able to solve some core problems. Features like the ability uh, to function as an external Mac monitor and make multi-person video calls, they're not as advanced as uh, they were supposed to be. Apple wanted to integrate a battery into the headset, but to reduce weight and keep it from overheating, it made an very un-Apple-like design selling a redesigned iPhone battery pack that yeah, sits in your pocket. That's something you and I, since that has come out, have been like, e. That's the only thing that I it makes me feel but weird. honestly, if it makes it more comfortable, cool. Yeah. If that's what it takes until battery tech gets it advanced to be lighter and less, you know, take up space and get overheating, then sure, that's fine. So it goes on to say, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is dirty. Michael Gartenberg, a former Apple marketing exec who's now an independent consultant, warns the device could be one of the great tech flops of all time. Whoa. Citing the lack of a real market for mixed reality headsets and the performance of Magic Leak and HoloLens, I suspect there's a lot of internal pressure for the next big thing. Dude, Apple's got to be pissed at this dude. Yeah. Am I out of focus? Come back. There you go. An ex-Apple exec being like, now also, Michael Gartenberg, I will remember that you said this, okay? Uh-oh. Michael Gartenberg, he's a technology journalist. What? What could you piss Wait, off? Wait, he works for iMore? The guy that, formal marketing executive well, is I'm more now- Well, iMore have been tight. Michael Gartenberg? What? Oh, what? Yeah, in 2016, formal Apple marketing director Michael Gartenberg joins iMore as analyst in residence. Huh. Huh. One of the greatest tech flops of oh, all time. Oh, Renee. Renee, we love you. Miss love you, Renee. You. Okay. Um, this person said it's going to fail. The term that goes to say mixed reality emerges as a way to describe a class of related visual technologies. One of them, VR. Seals off the user for much of the real world. The other AR puts digital items in front of you. Makes you, uh, you know, more in the real world, right? Yeah. For years, the companies have been predicting these technologies will mark the next major shift in personal computing. Apple began building the headset in 2015. They started looking at other products first. And apparently Cook, 
was adamant that AR is the future. And he was like, it needs to be lightweight glasses. It needs to be augmented reality. And he said, quote, nobody in here, few people in here think it's acceptable to be tethered down to a computer walking in here and sitting down. Few people <laughs> are going to view that as it's acceptable because it has to be enclosed in something because we're all social people. He told a group of students at 2016 Tech Conference in Utah. That's, I that's, that's cool. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like there's a weird game of telephone happening here where things are being said down the chain of command and it is... Like, I think Tim Cook doesn't view this product the way they're framing it, like, is this is the future? Kind of what you and I are saying, where this is just the catalyst to the next thing. Yeah. And I feel like this game of telephone is like putting all of the, like this single product on Tim Cook. And I just feel like that's not fair. Well, it's interesting that you say that because you know how Steve Jobs famously was very involved in every product. Like uh -huh. he was like, the iPhone demo has to be perfect. Yeah. It says... Despite his strong views, Cook was not deeply engaged in the specific design of the headset. Uh -oh. This was notably different from Jobs, who was famous for imposing his strong design sensibilities uh, down to the feel of a touchscreen or the shade of blue used in a Mac app icon. Cook, in contrast, made his name overseen operations and has never been known as a product guy. His more distant approach was consistent with his role with Apple Watch and AirPods. He says he'll, he'll do demos, and even then, he's not going to be like, it mm. needs to do this and not that. He's just kind of like, be better. Huh. Uh, it doesn't say the be better part, but I'm assuming he's giving some feedback. Like, I would hope. So it's kind of interesting that it sounds Cook's pretty, uh, pretty uh, not involved. I, I don't know. I, I will say it changed my view on Cook as a. It didn't change my view on Cook. It's just kind of reinforced the fact that he is not this magical ego maniac CEO like Jobs was. <laughs> and and also like this is just a, from a report. And so it doesn't have the full true. story. True, true. Says some people still say the headset project. Uh, it, it has been more consequential this time. You know, Cook has been more involved, but it, it says that he's also like not been, you know, there's a thousand engineers working on it. Dedicated he's kind of like, project. yeah, it's, it says it's like sometimes his approach is perceived as indecision leading to delays and other people being like this is frustrating he didn't really like invest himself in this it's just kind of like oh uh, i don't know but again that's kind of interesting this is crazy this hurts my little heart other key figures in apple's top rank such as craig federighi senior vp for software engineering have also kept their distance and seemed wary of the headset johnny shruji apple's senior vice president of hardware technologies this is the chip guy has privately been a skeptic, likening it to a science project. Hmm. Ouch. That's not great. Internally, he's warned that building the high-performance chips needed for the device could distract from new iPhone chips, which would probably drive more revenue. Shruji's group did end up developing some of Apple's most advanced chips to date for the headset, while iPhone speed gains have indeed slowed in recent years. Oh, my God. Dude, that's crazy. If you're Johnny, if you're this guy... <laughs> Yikes, like, man. dude. So I'm not lying. That who gets, ratted that, though? That, who ratted on his personal views? That That's gets crazy. me a little worried. Like I'm not scared per se, uh, but it, it definitely takes my excitement from a ten to like a eight because it leaves room for like, uh oh, what if True. what if all of this is not what I think it is? I'll share that, my thoughts. That at the would end of this be article. devastating. Oh my god. Okay. Sam, audience, gather around. Okay? Could you imagine? We've been Apple fans for years. We've seen everything. Every event, every year. Sometimes we've seen the event multiple times because we have to go back and watch it. It's always great and they always stick the landing. Could you imagine Tim Cook? The sirens are coming because they don't even want me to say it. The terror. Could you imagine if Tim Cook gets on the stage and this fucking flops? Imagine his face. He's excited. But for some reason with the audience at home, it's not connecting. And he just kind of looks like a doofus. That will oh, forever no. change my perception of Tim Cook. Here's the thing. That, will, that one moment. Well, I will <laughs> rewrite history. 
with because this report will look more accurate and I'll be like, oh my God, he hasn't cared about any goddamn thing he talks about. AirPods are a lie. Apple Watch, <laughs> Tim Cook is a lie. And Tim Cook it would lie. ruin everything. <laughs> hmm. I mean, wouldn't that break your little Sam heart? What would you do? <sighs> well, pro- you would share... probably drink bleach. It'd probably be too much for you. <laughs> I'd, I'd be put on a watch list of some kind. <laughs> um, listen, I'm going to share my thoughts at the end of this article because there is more. That I want to show. Oh, he's still going. Okay. <clears throat> Dan Riccio, who is Apple's hardware leader of the headset project, uh, the chief technology. I mean, basically, they're just saying they they brought a lot of people into work on this. And while you know they, these two teams kind of came together, the hardware and then the other dude, the chief technology officer, Mike Rockwell, to work on displays. They've been working on this like technology development group T two eighty eight, which is head worn devices. They collabed. They started working together, and then they're quickly disagreeing. Uh, between the Rockwell team, which is, uh, I think, software, and IVE mm-hmm. team, which is hardware. And they're like, we want this to display this stuff this way. And maybe there should be a base station the size of a Mac Mini that beams over graphics. And then IVE was like, no, this has to be all in one. This has to be done together. And it, it, interesting to admit, it says IVE was remained in in development for huh, this. He was involved that's in development until a year ago. He's been hands off on a lot of stuff lately. Also, do you find it funny that we got that other report that says like a, a year ago, like right after I've left is when Apple did that huge jump in development? Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> so that. So I don't know. I don't know, dude. Uh, it says basically he expressed concern that Apple would creating a product that isolated humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've wanted the eyeglasses as well. This is also great. I've didn't respond to an interview request. Shocking. Could you imagine if there was a quote from Johnny Ive saying the new headset's going to be dog shit? <laughs> like, like. So basically, to uh, get to to do this, they came up with a compromise. That's the VR device N three hundred one that's going to have some AR features. Instead of being like the uh, Hololens and Magic Leap, users will not see their stuff directly. It's going to be video pass through. So we've heard that okay, with yeah, twelve yeah, cameras yeah. on here, and it's time to keep users engaged. This is, uh, let me just read this sentence. In attempt to keep users engaged with the real world, the device will have an outward facing display showing their eye movements and facial expressions. <laughs> so that black part that we've seen on the front is going to have like googly eyes. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I hope. I hope it's not like my actual. I hope it's like Memoji, Memojiified. Fun fact. You know, John Gruber, who we would love to have on the show, yes. long running, maybe the longest running Apple journalist ever, honestly. He says that he thinks this is some kind of an internal joke. The headset? No, the, the eyes on the front. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. And that, that Apple would never ship something like that. Okay. So. I don't know if Could I don't be. know who to believe, but I will say that sounds like the cheesiest thing I've ever heard in my life. It sounds amazing. <laughs> not gonna lie, <sighs> I would buy the um, shit out of that. If that's all it did, I would still buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, it's gonna have an external display. I mean, that would definitely beef up the price. Oh god, this website is just freaking out, bro. Uh, it says da 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 in an attempt to keep yeah them engaged. By the end of 2017, Apple thought they could sell the device by 2020. Obviously, that got delayed due to a bunch of development issues for hardware and software. Apple soon realized the project wasn't feasible to build AR glasses, so they like fully put those basically on pause um, because they just can't have the processing power needed without them getting too hot. So they basically says that they're only putting putting about 10% of total resources toward the glasses at this point, and it's like pretty chilled out. By now that okay. by 2019, the company made little or no headway on developing viable plan to make AR glasses. God, I wish I could see the prototypes. Like, oh. I want to see what Apple wants. Is it like a, a fucking slick pair of silver glasses that looks just like this? Because that would be insane, dude. Oh, so excited for this. Uh, a person on the project describes a running joke that engineers were working on the glasses just to keep Cook happy. Um in an all-hands-on meeting, Rockwell told hundreds of him, of his colleagues that Apple could introduce glasses one year after it began selling the headset. That's obviously not happening because they delayed it. Yeah, well, their uh, plan is to it. do the regular headset and then, like, next year, just a, a lower-cost one. one. Yeah, probably it'll be Apple Reality SE or whatever. Um, so, basically, we get down here. They're gearing up to launch it still because Apple 
They wanted a self-contained, com- comfortable wearing device, like a fashion accessory. Uh, the engineers had faith in the technical challenges of shrinking the components while maintaining processing power and battery capacity. Battery capacity weren't insurmountable, so they basically were like, "Yeah, we had to compromise on some stuff because they just couldn't do everything they want." Um, here's the last two paragraphs. Okay, ready? Ready. One very open question is how people buy the device will use it. It was very clear what the iPhone and the iPad would do, but the watch meandered all over the place, said a person with knowledge of the product. The headset will be similar, but there is hope that third-party apps will save it. That scares me. This is why. I also also disagree with that Apple Watch statement, but anyway. Okay. Here's a wild quote. One internal presentation suggested that people will wear the headsets to parties in the physical world, (laughs) interacting with people through the external like. Get out of here. Now, I'm going to do that, but I'm also a weirdo. Yeah, do you want to be Sam? When I'm in LA, I'm going to be showing up to all these parties with the headset on. (laughs) You're going to embarrass us all. Apple's already engaging with software and game developers as well as other entertainment companies to have content ready. When Cook makes his pitch in June, he's unlikely to dwell on how much the headset resembles the bulky ones he criticized at the outset of this process. Still, having something to sell is just one of the necessary steps to find out what works says one person familiar with the project. You land at a beachhead, this person says, and improve on it. Okay. Here's what I think about this article, Mark Gurman. Here's what he thinks about this article, Mark Gurman. I think it's super well written. I think the reporting on it is really good. Oh, shit. I also think that a lot of this is BS. (laughs) (laughs) So the... The thing you is that why you wanted to continue reading the article after I said it might be BS because you were going to say it's BS. I want it to be fair. I think Apple's trying to lower expectations so that whatever they show, people are blown away with. That yeah. is, listen. I, I think I think like what you said last week about how there might be a little little planty boys, you know, giving some info to the, the to the Germster, you know, not in a malicious or in a way that German knows. I just think Apple might be like, hey. If you wanted to reach out to Mark Gurman and tell him these seven details, uh-huh. that would be allowed. Yeah. Listen, as much as I make fun of Mark Gurman, he is an incredible journalist and he's an incredible source for this news. <laughs> Nobody clip that and use it and send it to him. However, he's not invincible, he's not untouchable, and he can be wrong. And I do side with Sam on this. I think that this is stuff that there's no way we would know. We have no business knowing this stuff. Like some of this stuff is some of this stuff gets so close that it'd be like Mark Gurman reporting on like what Sam and I think about each other when he wouldn't fucking know. So it's like I just I don't know. Uh I there is some doubt with this story more than like him reporting on like iPhone specs or something like that. Obviously that's more yeah. believable. But reporting on like how Tim Cook feels or how these employees feel seems not uh solid to say the least yeah i I do have some doubts there because it's also like who i would be pissed okay there's difference between being like the iphone's gonna have an a18 processor with six cores and being like yo dog dan riccios thinks that tim cook's idea sucks Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's like he said that he said that he said that tim said this and it's there's just yeah, it, it, a game of telephone, I could get confused. I mean, personally, this doesn't really change my view of the headset. I'm a little weird, wary, weary. What's the word there? When the founder of VR says it's so good, quote, mm-hmm. end quote. Yeah, but like Sheesh. something that would impress the founder of VR. That means it has to be pretty good, bro. I know, but it would be technologically impressive, but it might not be practical to regular people that would buy it. Sure. You know what I mean? So that's that's what I'm worried about. Like, all of these Apple products have an area of practicability where this is like, I mean, I'm super excited. I want it. But it does have a kind of specific use case. To be clear. Yeah. No one that I know outside of Tech YouTube will be touching this for many years. Oh, no. Like, no one that I know personally, none of my friends will be touching this headset. Uh-uh. 
you're not, not even necessarily because some on. of them couldn't afford it. It's just because none of them. Three grand is a lot it. to ask for something yeah. that like is foreign to people. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. It's being like, hey man, I will sell you this car. It has no wheels, but it's really fast. And they're like, I don't understand how it's really fast. It, That's something that, I would No, buy. no, listen, it's only $5,000. I mean, I have $5,000. I would spend that, but like, I still don't understand how the car works, so why would I buy it? It's kind of like those. I mean, dude, do you realize that we are two weeks away from this? Yeah, that's crazy. This is two like- Two weeks away from the- Guys, people, I don't understand what people are saying. Look at me. Come okay, here. Me... Closer. Okay, closer. Zoom me in. Zoom me in. Closer. Let me see what I can do. Let me see what you- You're usually good at this when I talk. Closer. Oh, closer. Cool. Do you want dramatic or do you just yes, want to zoom Yes, yes, dramatic, dramatic. Slow, slow, slow zoom as I talk. Okay, here we go. Guys, in two weeks- Apple is going to unveil the next big product and their first new one truly since 2015. Do you realize we are 14 days away from the next iPhone potentially? And do you realize that if you go to GeniusBargosDark.com <laughs> on June 6th, we will be live in person in San Francisco as a gang to talk about it together in the same room. We'll be able to get your interaction. We'll be able to hear what you think. Okay, that's all. Are you turning up my like exposure? Where's my forehead? You're doing something with my colors. Uh-uh. <laughs> I look like a little goblin. Holy shit. Ah. That's kind of not great. <sighs> so, All right. yeah, guys. Also, if you're wondering why it's so dark and dank and depressing in our studio, <laughs> John Light's died. And I'm hey, you were going to give me in up. solidarity. I, dude, fuck you. You gave me up at the last second. I thought, okay, so my lights burn out a while ago and I forgot to buy new ones. And so I told Sam and to be my friend, he just kept his off too. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be getting hated on alone. But then he gave me up at the last minute. Like I thought we were bros. This is, this is, okay, coming soon in a Bloomberg article for $35 a month. Sam is disappointed. By John's lack of lights. So says Sam's friend. That's me. I'm your friend. No. You know whose friend I'm going to be? Who are you going to, whose friend Dude, are you going to be? Dude, I had a dream that me and Tim Cook were like friends a week ago. It was really cool. Yeah, there are just some things you just say to me, like in a te- private text message, and you no, don't not say. In a weird way. Not in a weird way. We were just, he, he was just like, you're invited to all the events now. I was like, that's really cool. This is so pitiful, dude. Oh, my God. Poor Sam. (laughs) (laughs) He dreamt Um, that. Yeah. I like how you're supposed, you're like denying it. Now you went from like, oh, please invite me to events to like, no, I don't care. I'm just going to do what I want. I don't need events, but you're dreaming your subconscious is like, please, please invite him in the dream. Yeah. Do you know if they've sent press invites out yet? Like, is it too late or do you think I still have a chance? Holy shit. Wait, we don't have press invites yet. Well, he said, yeah, I haven't seen Andrew Edwards tweet that he's going yet, right? We have, I mean, so I kind of forget this every year, but there's actually two set of invites that go out. There's developer invites for DubDub that go out like a few months in advance. We have those. We don't have the keynote invite. Join us for a special presentation, blah, blah, blah. Dude, what if I got invited? Uh, I would quit. In happiness. All right, I do need you to make me a deal publicly. Okay. But I have to go grab something for this before we wrap up the show. Okay. This is something that I haven't told you. Go ahead. We'll be be right back. What the fuck is this going to be? Just you and me right now sitting in our laurels. Laurels? Loins? In fear? Oh, he's back. Okay, here he is. What's he going to say? So, so recently, recently, uh, I got a very, uh, to me, it's a very special product I got in the mail. Okay. Um, I received the new Beat Studio Buds Plus. Okay. Uh, from Apple. From Beats. Yes! Yes! Let's fucking go! <laughs> <laughs>
Sam! Let's go! Genius bar moment! It fucking happened! Let's fucking go! Yes! Sam, congratulations! Congratulations, my best one! Oh, wait, that's actually really cute. Your reaction... Oh, you can't hear my headphones. You can't hear him. His reaction was very sweeter than I thought. He's, the, he's a good guy. Hello? Hey. How's it going? Hey. It's going good, man. You did it! Yeah. You it was, did uh, it! He's it grown was cool. up. It was cool. Uh, that's so, basically yeah, I, them. List, I mean, yeah, like the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I just want to say... First of all, I just want to say thank you to the people of Beats. Uh... Yeah, you guys are awesome, and I appreciate you, and it, it really means it means a lot. So I just want to say that it was a it was a pretty cool moment for me. Let's go! Um, and I got I got this cool little thing right here. What's that say? Um, Meet the new Beats Studio Buds. Peace! You're one of the first to receive a pair. That's Sam. Yeah. yeah so it's very cool. Um, I haven't shit. opened them yet because I'm saving the unboxing for TikTok. But here they are, the new transparent You're ones. You're giving it to TikTok are... instead of YouTube. Yeah, dude. I'm a TikToker wow. now. Uh, but yeah, Sam. it was just very cool. Yeah, they... Uh, it was cool. It was cool. Um, so this is just... Uh, he's, so, he's actually so happy. What a way to end really... the day. Sam, yeah, he's, congratulations. He's very... My best thank bud. You, you. That's so huge. That's so yeah, huge. I'm not, I don't want to go into any details because you know we have a professional relationship now. But yeah. uh, I was just going to say, please don't uh, leak anything of theirs ever. Or you'll fuck this up for me probably. Me? Yeah. I leaked them uh, a few months ago. The new pairs no, were coming out, but it wasn't not that anymore. Big. It wasn't that bad. No, not anymore. Oh, I, you're, you're gonna so have to stop that. As a friend, can I say something? <laughs> sure. As a friend, I am uh, Bloomberg. Get ready to report this on how I feel about Sam. Um, yeah. Sam, I'm very proud of you, and I'm very happy for you. It might seem Thank like you. small moment, but in Sam world, this is the biggest <sighs> moment he could have asked for. We've it's been trying. Cool. We, he's been trying since the show debuted, and here yeah. we are. The moment has come. I'm so happy for you. Thank you for sharing it with me here on the show. Yeah, um, you're but the first also, ever, absolutely, you know. fuck you. Why didn't you tell me sooner? <laughs> like I told you. Uh, I, also, I wasn't under an NDA here, so I could have told you whenever. You could have. Like, yeah, I'm gonna. Everything you see for me will be based off of NDAs, based off of the Sam. Based on relationship. So basically what I'm saying is that the co-host of this podcast is now Beats. And you're like the <laughs> co-co-host. Okay. Why Why are you just... Did you... Okay, did you tell me on the show so you get my reaction? Or are you... Like, we're friends. Why didn't you... How long ago did you get these? And why didn't you tell me? Uh, I found out two days ago that I could get them. That's and, so many days ago. And I got... Well, I, I wanted to actually get them and make sure it wasn't like a joke. What if I anything. died between two days ago and now? We never did the show. I would have never known your happiest thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, great packaging. These are like... this. These are legit the coolest headphones. Um, again, I, have I'm been, not gonna I have been thinking about else, getting those over uh, my AirPods Pro 2. So tell me what you think about sound quality with them. Well, hey, check out my next TikTok that I'll be uploading. Or, you know, you could text me. You have my number. You can check out my next TikTok. Okay. <laughs> TikTok.com slash at I'm Sam Cole. Dude, it's so dumb that TikTok is like, unironically, I think how people like know me now. Really? I'm like the TikTok guy. Are you? Apparently, like somebody, I don't know, my Should, friend. Hang on. Should we go back? Should we go way back for this? Oh, well, we haven't done an idiot bar in a minute, bro. Where's our watermark? Uh, yeah, is. it's crazy. Um, but like a friend said that his boyfriend was in a work meeting. Okay. And they were talking about their like TikTok strategy. And apparently they were like. Copy Sam. They were like, there's this TikToker I really like that does Apple stuff. And it was like me. What? Yeah, and they're Are like, you a TikTok guy? I think I'm kind of a TikToker now. I mean, I have been up posting every single day, wow. but yeah, it's really cool. And uh, it just feels, this was like one of those moments that I feel like there's a couple other big things in my career that I've been working on for like ever. Yep. And uh, I just want to say for the, uh, for the Apple event, for the headset, <laughs> man. If only I that just, was made um, by Beats, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you please make a VR headset? <laughs> um, basically, I just uh, I am I am very excited for this event, and that it, you know, if Apple if, if we got one more spot, man. Uh, I know hey. somebody who would be very excited to have a pair. I know somebody that would be down to come come live. I'll fly. I'm, I'm going to be in the area. I'll be already, down to so. come. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, yeah, it just was very cool. I want to share this with the Genius Bar people because this is where I get to talk about this kind of thing. And uh, yeah. Congratulations, really, really cool. Sam. Everybody congratulate Sam in the comments. Thank you. This Thank is you. Hopefully this is the opposite of usual weeks where everyone is shitting on you in the comments. Hopefully this week everyone is congratulating you and being happy for you. Uh, on the other side of things, I did reach out to multiple people for a Pixel Fault review unit, and no one has gotten back to me. No, nobody. <sighs> it, it is. is, a pretty, it is I, I don't think I have a bias. I'm not a biased reviewer. <laughs> okay, Sam. Let's not say stuff that we don't know. Well, we're I've saying. Never, listen, listen. I've never claimed that I didn't have a bias, but I do believe I'm a very fair reviewer, and people will disagree. But I think I am very fair. I disagree. You're, Last you're, thing I want to say. You're a silly boy, and that's why we love you. What? Okay. My Let headphones my look new... like I'm wearing a headband, and I look like a Karen currently. So YouTube.com <laughs> slash Genius Bar if you want to go see it. <laughs> uh, did you see my new AirPods Max 2s that came out? You notice anything up with the new design? That looks like what I leaked. <laughs> it's, it's not. What is um, that? Fun fact. So... Uh, I made a video this week called AirPods Max. Have really a great video. I was in it. I participated. Yeah. John shot some incredible B roll. And uh, I, I was proud of that video because it highlights. Sorry, I have to pop this out really fast. Because I highlighted mm. some of the problems with them, which is one that the headband is completely given out. And I can feel it hurting sitting on my head right now. This is a $9 accessory I found on Amazon oh, wow. that is a. A rubber insert for the top of the headset. Huh. So here it is. Literally $9. Not sponsored. Didn't send it to me. Bought it with my own money. Nine bucks. And I will say, makes the headphones a little bit more comfortable. Now, if I were Anything's them, better than those metal bars digging into your fucking I, cranium. I, I would have made it slightly thicker so it like pushes down more softly on your head. But I will say, if you've been having issues- of course, I'd do this after my video. I should have put this in the video. Uh-huh. Why am well, I bad at my job? This is why I'm a TikToker. But yeah, you literally I thought maybe a going. company saw that video and was like, hey, we make this. You should try it. I will say, though, the second I put this in, uh, the comfort does go up. Like, uh, yeah. I honestly didn't really notice that these were on my head. All. Well, it's stupid that you have to do this, but I'm going to be sucks, honest. Whoever yeah. came up with that, it's kind of a genius idea. Like, whoever thought of that I would have never thought that's really well, that smart tells me to that make this a little, is an actual problem um, if they're making I, accessories if anybody's actually interested I will leave my Amazon affiliate link uh, for it down below alright so yeah All man right. what a what a week what, what an episode a, what of G best episode in a while I would say yeah a lot of emotion this was an emotional roller coaster we talked about life and death losing your voice and Sam we did got like uh, beats it's like a life for a life <laughs> and dude, and uh, in two, Jesus, in two, okay, in it's a circle of life, you could call it. <laughs> in two weeks, we are going to be live in San Francisco, guys. Tickets are on sale. GeniusBargosDark.com. I made so myself cry. I laughed so hard, so fast. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we basically are are going to do Dub Dub. Like, just to be clear, the Genius Bar episode after Dub Dub is going to be, it's going to be us in person doing it. So if you if you want to see our thoughts, yep, come on by. But like, we got, we got room for you. Could you? Yeah, hearing us talk about this stuff is one thing. You think this show is just gonna be? Eh, it's like watching Genius Bar, but I'm in the room. Yeah, it's, uh -uh, it's dog. Be that. Nah, that's not what it is. No, 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 no. We, I don't no, know we, when, if I'm ever doing an event again. Not one that like we plan, but like if I'm ever going to another event. And so, <laughs> if you want to meet me, if you want to meet Sam, you want to meet Luke, you want to meet Noah. The uh, the couple from Dark Mode. This is like, I don't know when you're going to have another chance to do this. Inspector Gadget and his boy, as yeah. we call them. Inspector Gadget and uh, his boy. Oh, last thing we, we need to talk about. Uh, show my screen. This is okay. something I've never seen before. It's on it's on Idiot Bar, so it better not be great. It's like moderately great. Okay. Dude, uh, somebody's friend sent them this that works at Apple, 
and it says production in progress. Do not enter. Hmm. Someone, so this some, was like someone a, messed up a shot. They're reshooting. This was something. a week ago. So I wonder if they're they're reshooting something. But they're I'm probably just like, reshooting an outside dude, shot with nice weather. I want Apple to do a behind the scenes of how they film their events. Never. That would be that's like so knowing cool. the magic of Disney World. Like their I, audio is incredible in situations where it has no business being that way, and it confuses me. And it is one of my things that I think about on a daily basis. So I would be grateful if they showed us how they made that stuff. But I unfortunately, yeah. it's a mystery. Oh, and then the, the, we also there's like there's going to be if you're going to Dub Dub, <laughs> if you got invited as a developer, there's going to be like a special ring tour, an evening activity, evening activity. Um, but, you know, they did some cool stuff last year, you know, as a developer that was there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm very excited to, to see I'll probably, there's probably people from dub dub. If you're going to dub dub, I mean, why not go to our show the next day? We're going to get to meet a bunch of other Apple fans. Like, or if you just live there, like what the fuck? Yeah, if you're living SF dude, come if, say, hey. you can't, if you're going to be there for dub dub, you're a developer. I mean, what's another day, you know? Come hang with us, man. Come come hang out with the other Apple people. Or maybe I'm you're so a developer, you, you're going to stay there for the full five days of WWDC. What's skipping one day, you know? True. <laughs> skipping well, it to go do... Well, it's in the evening. It's in the evening. You wouldn't be missing anything, actually. Oh, there you go. Wait, ours is in the evening, too. Yeah, I'm saying it, the second day, the, the stuff goes through, like, I think it's like eight to five and stuff. Oh, okay. So, so you, we, you'd have to rush it. over, but you'd be there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's SF's only like 45. By the way, I don't Co- know if Cupertino, people know why. That, like, that's why we chose SF. It wasn't a random decision. We chose it because it's yeah. close to Dub Dub. Yeah. It's a 30 ish minute drive from Cupertino to yeah. our event. So you could. Right by you, Twitter. Do both. Yeah. We drove by Twitter. That was crazy. Okay. All John. right. Sam. This was this week at the Genius Bar. Do we have what? to edit this episode at all? Other than like the cuts, I don't think we said anything yeah, controversial for the rarely, first time. Rarely, yeah. No one said anything bad. Okay, fellas, here's what's going on. This week, you get a Genius Bar. Next week, a normal Genius Bar. So you have three normal episodes of Genius Bar left before the big one, before we're, we are in person. So every episode that goes by, if Wait, you don't have a ticket yet- two? It's today, the one we're recording right now. Oh, you're right. One on the 26th, one on the 2nd. So, well, two more after this, but three if you count this one. Yeah. If you're hearing this now, you already made it through this one, so you got two more episodes. And thank you to uh, to you guys. The podcast is honestly awesome. We appreciate you guys. You're the best. You're the best. best. I do love the podcast. You know, I was like, I, I tweeted about that personal voice thing, and I thought about making a video about it. I was like, there's just not enough time. I need to like sit down and talk about it. I was like, holy shit, we have a place for that. We need to start doing like podcast clips too. We just don't have enough bandwidth. No, we're doing a lot. We're going to, listen, when, when the, when 2024 is going to be a pretty Let's get through this event the and then we'll see. Yeah. Just keep on keeping. My lack of lights in here, my camera, it cannot stay focused and it's confused. <laughs> Guys, I think it's time to hit that button. Thank you for being with us, guys. Two more weeks until the headset. Oh, my God. And it's actually happening. It's actually happening. Our event is happening. So much going on all at once. Oh, my gosh, dude. Woo! See you guys next week. John, what are you doing this week, Unlike other shows, we say the small talk to you. We give you 100% content. 100% content, 100% of the time. Yeah. And then we give you 5% content. Yeah. That's it. This is our, this is our video. This, this, buy tickets. GeniusBargoStart.com. Buy tickets or else. It's not a threat. It's just a suggestion. And we're not. We're going to stop the recording as soon as we're done so we don't cancel ourselves this week. Again. Yes. We're going to stop the recording right now. Goodbye, guys. So did I tell you about that? I'm just kidding. Okay, bye.